Moncrief on News Talk. Now, last year, a man named Jasper Krauss, who lived in Korea on the outskirts of Balnesloe, died in the most apparently embarrassing circumstances. He was pecked by a chicken and ended up bleeding to death. But that's the end of the story, and far from the whole story, the rest of it was extraordinary. And is the subject of a three-part podcast from the Irish Examiner called Death by Rooster. Circa Crowley was a reporter. Circa, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Sean. How are you? Now, now he was originally from Germany. Is that right? He was from the Netherlands. Ah, he was right. From the Hague. Yeah, he was from the Hague in the Netherlands and just outside it. And then he uh, he had an extraordinary childhood there growing up, working with Frisian horses. They're those gorgeous black horses with the long flowing manes that you see like Black Beauty. And he was in the Scouts. He had a very outdoorsy life. And then he, um, when he got older, he ran away to join the circus. Right, as, he, as you do. And this was in Europe. He was still in the circus. Yeah, he, he joined these two. He worked for two separate German circuses and he worked all over Europe. And he gained his exotic animal license, a bit like, you know, uh, tiger, uh, the, that documentary on Netflix there um, about the, the guy who had all the tigers in America. Mm. So he, wor- he worked with tigers and um, trick horses who were the dancing horses in the show. And uh, he really gained lots of experience there working with exotic animals and horses were his big thing. And then he moved to America and he uh, was experienced with dressage in Europe. And then he moved to Western riding, which is a very different way of handling horses. And this is where you have like uh, the Horse Whisperer film with Robert Redford, all these kind of guys. And he became very good at handling horses due to his experience working with the trick horses in, on the circuses of Europe. And then he got into stunt riding. So he spent almost a decade in America and Hollywood beckoned and he became a stunt rider. And he, in 1978, he worked as a stuntman on the film uh, The Electric Horseman with Robert Redford and Jane Fonda, no less. Right. OK, now, so far, an extraordinary career. Uh, uh, so w- what prompted him to come back to Europe? Well, he was married twice in America, as far as we know. And then he decided, for whatever reason, I, we don't know, to move back to Europe. And then music was his second love, his second passion, apart from horses. So he went back to his roots. He went back to The Hague and he joined a radio station there and he worked organizing shows and concerts and interviewing people like the Eagles and rock and rock bands and all that sort of thing. And he that's where he actually met his his third wife, his Irish born wife, and who came from Galway from Newin. And it seemed he his, you know, exciting days were behind him and they settled down and they started a family. But she was very homesick and she suffered from postnatal depression over there. So that's when they made a big move in 1994 to move back to Galway from Ballinasloe. Yeah. And, Sorry, and, yeah, to Ballinasloe. To, to, and, and people in Ballinasloe, because he was a striking figure, as I understand it, and he'd, he'd like ride horses around the town kind of thing. Yeah, well, it's well known for being a horsey town anyway. So yeah. he kind of fitted right in. He would wear a sombrero hat and, you know, these Western um, leggings that they wear and leathers and cowboy hat. And he would um, he was a big man. He was six foot three, 
tall, broad. He was huge. And apparently the sight of him astride a horse was, was a sight to behold. He would always be seen, you know, marching down the street in his gear and then riding horses and befriending um, rescue horses. And he worked a lot with the GSPCA, um, working with rescue and abused horses and things like that. Yeah. But unfortunately, his uh, the, the, the postnatal depression that his wife had suffered, that Anne had suffered, got steadily worse and developed into something far darker. It did. It did. And back in those days, I, I don't know, was postnatal depression even actually recognised as a mental illness? You know, the way it is, thankfully, today, there's much more support for new mothers. Mm. But she had already been hospitalised in the Netherlands. So she got she deteriorated and it, it got to the point where tragedy struck almost a year to the day after they moved back from The Hague to, to Galway. And um, she stabbed her two-year-old son, Kevin, in the chest uh, in front of their five-year-old daughter, Virginia. So it was absolutely horrendous, unbelievable. So Jasper's life changed tra- traumatically and Virginia's at that point. Um, poor little baby Kevin didn't survive the attack and he, he he sadly passed away and Anne was then detained in St. Bridges Hospital in Ballinasloe for a long time. So Jasper was left, then suddenly he had this, you know, crazy past behind him, exciting life, but he decided to stay in Ireland in Ballinasloe to raise his only daughter Virginia and he has, is to be commended about for that. It was one of the things that struck us when we dug in deeper behind the headlines. There was a lot of crazy headlines last year or recently in February after his inquest. You know, I mean, when people heard about a man killed by a chicken, you know, they couldn't believe it. And it was brilliant clickbait. But uh, it was actually the news editor of the Irish Examiner, Deirdre Shocknessy, who's a news antennae twitched. And she started digging and she followed a trail which led us to a fascinating story. And the more we dug, the more intrigued we were and the more bizarre twists we found out like the doctor who pronounced um, Jasper dead last year was also one of the doctors who fought to save baby Kevin's life 27 years earlier. Yeah and and I suppose that also the, the, the whole thing about being pecked by a rooster he was in very poor health when this had happened to him. He was and that's one of the things that his daughter Virginia really wants to highlight is the dangers of poultry for vulnerable people, people like the elderly, people who are on blood thinners, um, people who might have varicose veins and they walk out around, you know, um, freely roaming poultry. And if they get pecked, well, then it can be very serious as it was in Jasper's case. He already had a very weak heart and he had diabetes and he had survived cancer twice. He had beat sepsis. He was at death's door. He was anointed like three times. Uh, he went into renal failure just a month before he died and he was recovering from that and heart failure. So it really, really, really had overcome so many odds, you know, and then it was very, very quick in the end. It was um, a really a rogue rooster, really, Sean. It was uh, he had attacked the this rooster had attacked Virginia's young daughter a few months previously. And Jasper, because he loved animals so much, didn't want to have the rooster put down. So he decided to keep him. And he was out actually the day before his beloved pet dog, um, Krista, had just had to be put down. That dog was 20 years old and she was his faithful companion, you know, for 20 years. Oh, and he God. was actually standing, looking over the wall, crying at Krista's grave when he was attacked from behind. So he didn't see the rooster coming. Uh, Circa, thanks very much for speaking with us today. That was uh, Circa Crowley there uh, from The Examiner and that podcast is called Death by Rooster. 
Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.